Welcome to the Hornet Football Report with head coach Zach Harrell. This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media and I am in the office of Athens head football coach, Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing good, Michael. Thanks for stopping by. Alright, so hey, the, it looks like uh, the weather is going to be a factor this week for you a little bit. I mean, getting a little cooler, yeah. a little nicer. Yeah, well, it was a little bit warm yesterday, uh, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be nice the rest of the week, so we're excited about that. Yeah. Alright, so let's get into this. Talk to me about last week's game you picked your four MVPs. Tell us about them. So overall, um, we selected as a coach staff, uh, the, the most valuable player was defense tackle Hunter White. Uh, you know, and he really set the tempo of the game early, made a lot of plays in the backfield and, and he was locked in and ready to go. Uh, you could tell in pregame just how he was conducting himself and his body language that, he was ready to play, and he played his best game probably of his career up to this point. Uh, and so he was the most valuable player. I think he had five tack- five solo tackles, three assists, uh, two quarterback pressures and a sack, uh, and, and a cause fumble, and just really dominated the game at the line of scrimmage. Uh, our offense MVP was Ja'Cory Roberts. Uh, he had nine carries for 69 yards. And two touchdowns. Uh, and again, Coop, same, same thing as Hunter. Coop was locked in. He played excellent football, uh, on his pass protection and then when he carried the ball, carried it really well. Uh, and he, he's really been one of our leaders, uh, offensively and done a great job this year. Really, really stepped up his game, uh, from his junior season. And then defense MVP, Cody McMichael. Uh, I believe that's two weeks in a row for him. He had 10 tackles, four assists. Uh, and he keeps getting better. You know, this is his first year to play varsity football and he's getting better every night. And his special teams MVP was Brinson McNeil. Uh, he caused the fumble on a kickoff and had multiple tackles and played with a lot of energy on all the special teams units. So those were kind of guys that stood out as our players of the week. Yeah. And especially Hunter, I think Hunter stood out to everybody in the stands and yeah. everybody in the stadium. He yeah. was on fire. He was. And that, that's kind of, you know, Hunter brings that, he brings the energy and he brings a, you know, Hunter's always bouncing around and, and that's how he plays. He plays with a ton of energy. And that's, again, that's what we try to push to our kids is you got to have fun when you play this game and you watch Hunter. Uh, and there's no doubt, uh, that he's having fun when he's playing the game, and, and that shows on Friday nights. And he played the entire game, it seemed like, about four yards into the backfield. Yeah, they had a hard time blocking him, um, and, we, and we really need we need that from him moving forward. And, again, it, you know, we've talked about this before. Um, another one of those guys that's a sophomore that's playing at a really high level um, varsity football. All right, so you finished non-district with a 4-0 and record. Um, actually, is Quite a few teams in your district with 4-0 records getting ready to get things started. You, Maybank, and the team you're going to see this week, Chapel Hill, the Chapel Hill Bulldogs, as a reminder to everybody, uh, last year in District 9-4A, they uh, went three rounds deep in the playoffs, losing 
to eventual state champion runner-up Lindell, who, oh, by the way, is also in the district. So, big challenge right off the bat, Coach. No doubt. And that's, you know, we've talked about that before. This district is is the toughest district in the state of Texas. Uh, I think any classification, uh, as far as the amount of quality teams, every, every team in it is a dang good football team. Uh, and so we, we start out, like you said, with Chapel Hill. Uh, they're, they're a very talented team. They were, they finished fourth in the district last year and then, like you said, played three rounds and have a ton of returning talent, uh, from that team. Uh, and so they provide a great challenge. You know, all, offensively, they've run a spread very similar to us. Uh, they want to throw, they're, they're a little different than last year. They have a new quarterback. Uh, their quarterback's number four, Tyler Jones, does an incredible job of extending the play. Uh, and they, their, their passing game is very vertical and down the field. And he turns a lot of their plays into a scramble drill, uh, because he gets back there and runs side to side, uh, and kind of, you know, a little bit different style. You know, our quarterback, Ty, uh, he's a huge threat to his legs as well. Uh, but, it, you know, a lot of our style when, when the passing breaks down, well, he looks to run. Uh, and that, that's kind of by design and, and their offense, their quarterback is not necessarily looking to run, but he's looking to extend the play and find receivers and kind of turn it into backyard football. And that's really tough for your defensive backs because the yeah. longer they have to stay in contact with the wide receiver. Yeah, it prevents a great challenge. We got to keep covering and also a huge challenge to our defensive line of trying to contain him and keep him inside the pocket. Uh, and so, uh, again, they, they have a number of very talented receivers. Their number one receiver is number two, uh, Alonzo McGregor. Uh, he's a junior. He was their, he was their top receiver last year as a sophomore. Uh, number one, Tyson Berry is their other slot receiver, also a junior back from last year. And then they have a big six, five outside receiver, junior Ash, Ashton Walk, uh, sorry. Aston Watkins, who is also a returner. Uh, and so most of their receivers and, or all of their receivers are, are returners from last year and their offensive line is returning from last year. So they, they bring back a ton of talent on offense besides the quarterback and the quarterback. He's, he's sure playing like a returner. He's, he's awfully good. All right. And that is one thing I know when you came into the season, one place that you were talking about that you had to do better was down the downfield passing, right. defending that downfield pass. And, and unfortunately, uh, up until this point, we, we haven't played a lot of teams that have challenged us doing that. Uh, you know, Brownsboro a little bit, tried to throw it hurt the game one. But since game week one, we haven't played anybody that that's really what they do. And so, you know, we, we've been working. It's going to be a great challenge. You know, the good thing is we play against ourselves uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And, and you know, that's – we throw the ball, uh, and we try to stretch it down the field. So we have seen that against ourselves, and we feel like we have some talented kids as well. Uh, so hope, we're hoping that, you know, the practice reps are going to prepare us for Friday night, and we're looking forward to seeing how those guys stack up because we do feel very confident about our secondary. Uh, we, we feel like it's a lot, a, a lot, uh, much more talented group than last year, a lot more depth. Uh, and, and a lot of those guys are the same guys. They're just a year older. Uh, and so we've, we've, we're looking forward to seeing how we stack up against a great challenge. So what do the Bulldogs look like on defense? 
on defense, they're an even front. Uh, they have they had a change in defense coordinators. Uh, their defense coordinator last year actually went to Henderson, uh, and so they've hired a new defense coordinator kind of from their staff. Uh, and in the past, they've been multiple on defense. This year, they're they're an even front, uh, and they're going to be either based on formation, sometimes two linebackers in the box, sometimes one linebacker in the box, uh, which is similar to what we do as a defense. So, you know, we, we feel good about being familiar with what they do. Their personnel is good. Uh, their defensive line is, is very good at getting off blocks, uh, and they, they want to try to get upfield, um, but they do a really good job of, defeating blocks and then in the secondary they're awfully talented uh, they play a lot of man coverage and mixed in some cover two at times uh, but again it's, it's a great test for us on offense just like it is on defense one of those things that we might look for as fans when you're going against maybe a lighter box if you're looking at a 4-2 right or a four-one, yes maybe that inside running game inside zone that we talked about last week yeah uh, and, and again, we, we feel like, you know, we, we have to do a great job of being balanced, uh, and taking what the defense gives us. And that, that's going to be huge on Friday night. You know, the last two weeks, we've kind of gone in both of these game plans the last two weeks with past heavy scripts, uh, for, for a reason, uh, because we feel like to be, again, we've talked about this before. We feel like to accomplish what we have to do this year, we have to be able to attack the defense in multiple areas. Uh, and going into these last two weeks, we've really wanted to work on our passing game. Uh, but go, you know, getting into these district games, we know, uh, that whatever the defense, whatever, wherever we have the numbers, that's what we have to attack. Uh, and so we, we feel like we got a great plan offensively and are excited about, uh, playing a high quality opponent. And one of the great things about that, uh, before we move on is like you said, with that, even front is something you're used to. If you know where they're going to be, right. your, your assignments are better. It's easier for your offensive line to know what it's going to do. Yes, sir. And, uh, and we feel like our offensive line is very confident against that even front. And so we, we've challenged them this week, uh, and we and we'll talk about keys. I know at the end, but we've challenged our offensive line uh, to just really dictate the line of scrimmage uh, and control. You know, we, we've kind of said, hey, that the success of our offense uh, is going to come down to who wins the line of scrimmage. So we're, we're looking forward to seeing how our offensive line plays against, again, the best opponent that we've played up to this point. All right, so um, let's move on and talk about those keys because every week we have a word of the week yeah. and some keys to victory. Lead us through that. So the word of the week this week is believe. Uh, and... I, you know, I meet with the team Monday, first thing when they get here, and we kind of go talk about where we're at and, and, and what our focus is this week. And, you know, as I was coming up with this, you know, I've looked back in the past, uh, and I'm not sure that our program as a whole, that we've all, when we've played teams like we're playing Friday night, that we've truly believed, uh, that we were capable of winning. Uh, and so I've challenged our kids this week. It's all about our mentality. Uh, and if we truly believe, uh, that we're capable of winning, we're going to give ourselves a chance to win this game. But if we go out there and our mentality 
as well. You know, Chapel Hill, they're really good. They're fifth in the state. Uh, and we're focused on Chapel Hill. Uh, then, then we're not going to give ourselves a chance to win this game. Uh, and so it's all about, and, and it's all about truly believing. And what I, what I also challenged them about what that means. If you truly believe something, then that changes your actions. Uh, and I, you know, I gave them the, the, uh, exact, we gave them multiple examples. Uh, you know, we talked about what Christians believe. And, and if you're truly a Christian and you believe in Jesus Christ, well, that changes how you live. Uh, and then we also talked about, you know, when, when you were five years old, well, you, be, you believed, and I hope no five year olds are listening, but you believed in Santa Claus. Uh, and everything that you did was, you wanted to make sure that Santa Claus brought you that new PlayStation and didn't bring you that bag of sticks. Uh, so you made sure that you acted a different way. Uh, and so, you know, I, I explained it to him like, Hey, we got to act different. Uh, if, if we're going to change the narrative, uh, of competing against these top teams, uh, which we feel like we can. Uh, and so anyway, uh, that's the word of the week and that's where our mindset has to be. And, and, you know, and I also throw, and the only, you know, kind of our motto this year is, or one of our mottos is we are all that we need. Uh, you know, most people outside of this building, uh, are, are, you know, if you look at people picking the game or people's opinion, most people are not going to give us a chance to win this game, but that doesn't matter. The, the only thing that matters is the 60, 70 people that are really part of the inside workings of our program if we believe that we're going to win. Uh, and that's what matters. Uh, so anyway, uh, got a little long on that, but that, that's the word of the week. That's where our mentality has to be. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, so coaches, I can see how much you, you believe. I believe, uh, but, but it's, it can't just be me, uh, and it can't just be these 10 coaches. It has to be our whole program. So that's, that's what we're, you know, that, that's what we're working on this week. And I, I think we will. Uh, so our keys, you know, number one, we got to truly believe, uh, in yourself and your teammates. Uh, number two, we got to contain the quarterback. We've already talked about that. Uh, we can't let him out of the pocket and then we got to cover for a long time. Uh, number three, we've already talked about this too. We got to run the ball well. Uh, we got to dictate the line of scrimmage. Uh, number four, in, in big games like this with two talented teams, turnover battle a lot of times decides the game. Uh, and we went back and talked to them about, you know, the, th- the three games last year that we had a chance to win in district in the second half. Turnovers really flipped those games. Uh, and so we talked to them about that. We got to win the turnover battle. Uh, we got to send it, and then number five, uh, lastly, is we want to send a message early, uh, with, with how physical we play from the jump, uh, and that, hey, send a message that these Hornets are different. These Hornets do believe, and it's supposed to be a dogfight. Uh, and so those are our keys for, keys for victory this week. All right, folks. So here you go. Athens on the road going to Chapel Hill to start. District 9-4-A play. Hey, listen, you're going to want to be there to cheer on the team. You're going to want to be there on Saturday to tell everybody you were there when the Hornets upset Chapel Hill and got started in this district run. Coach, thanks a lot for talking to us. We'll see you Friday night. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for stopping by. I hope to see a lot of Hornet fans at Chapel Hill.
If you can't make it to the game, you can always listen on Athens Classic Hits Music Station, KLVQ, 94.5 FM and 1410 AM, or online at network1sports.com. Go Hornets!